Good morning. Hello, hello, hello. It's your girl Rachel Real coming to you with another episode of You Ain't Crazy. You Ain't Crazy is a podcast where I give support and validation to individuals who have found themselves in a narcissistic relationship or think that they're in one. Just want to come in here to let you know you ain't crazy, guys, and to raise awareness about narcissistic personality disorder, to give you confirmation, inspiration, motivation, and encouragement to get to your healing to get to a place where you understand that the uh, the personality disorder is very real and you can't change other people, you know? We have a hard enough time changing ourselves, so what do you think you can do with somebody else? How are you gonna spend your time? How are you gonna spend the hours that God has granted to you to survive, you know? And I wanna talk about that today. So, um, yeah, I haven't been here in a few days, so while I'm thinking I'm still praying. I'm going to start praying. Yeah, I haven't been here in a few days. I am doing another driving talk. I was traveling, you know, and just doing some other business work. But wanted to stop by to give you guys a little motivational vitamin while I'm driving and talking, you know, just to encourage you to get to your healing. I did it and you can too. I'm Rachel Real, a thriver from being in a five-year narcissistic relationship marriage. I was married to a narcissistic alcoholic. Did I know it in the beginning? Absolutely not. He showed up like, you know, uh, everything that I thought I wanted or he thought I wanted. And I was basically married to myself. You know, he definitely showed up as a sheep and showed up as a sheep. I mean, a wolf, but in sheep's clothing, you know, it was a disguise. So I enjoyed the moment. But when I saw things shift, when that mass shift shifted, you know, yeah, I went through therapy, we went through counseling, we went through, you know, church and stuff like that, but I had to call a thing a thing, I had to really understand, I had to understand exactly who I knew I was before entering into a relationship with this man, and who I was becoming, that's going to be an episode, who were you before the narcissist, before your encounter with the narcissist, and who have you become? You got to look at that. So yeah, I'm going to talk about that in another episode. That's not what I'm going to talk about today, but that's a good one. I tell you, when God give me things, that's when I bring it forth. I am here. I do what I do because I want to see other people heal as well. Because this thing will look like you can't heal. It'll look like there's no hope. You'll feel like there's no hope because after getting abused for so long if you've stayed in that situation or if you're still in it it will feel like you're doomed you know how will life be the same again and it's so crazy how your mind can play tricks on you but life can go back to how it once was before you encountered before you had the encounter with the narcissist before you got involved with the narcissist you can get back to a better place even better than what you were before because hopefully you will allow this experience to educate you you will allow the experience to help you to be a better version of yourself so that you now know what you're dealing with and what not to deal with you know what to look for and how people can be manipulative manipulative is it everybody no but you will definitely understand it is some folks you know so as I do this drive and talk, guys, just to put the disclaimer out there, I'm not a psychiatrist, therapist, psychologist, or anything of the like. I'm talking to you from my own personal experience, from the experience of other experiences of others, 
as well as research um, and bringing you content. You know, some, some, um, some of the information is my opinion, which I am entitled to. You know, so it's a compilation. It's a combination of, like, everything, okay? So, um, like I said, I'm driving and talking, so my eyes are on the road. And just want to make sure you guys go into the weekend with some motivation. You got this. Happy Friday. And stay in control. Stay in control with your, your life. Stay in control with setting boundaries in place and understanding that people will only do to you what you allow them to do you know you got to put the work in to save yourself and i'm talking to those who are struggling uh being in these relationships those who have gotten out and perhaps you have a trauma bond you're addicted to the pain you feel like there's still hope to someone who's treated you so terribly well let me break the news to you there is no hope if they're not willing to do the constant therapy that it takes, which usually they're not, there's no hope. And when I say hope, it doesn't mean, oh, write them off, they're bad people, blah, 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 blah. I'm talking about if you're looking for hope to have a healthy relationship, to have reasonable conversations, to not get manipulated, betrayed, and bamboozled, and blindsided by a person, no, there's no hope for that. You're going to get those things. Anything that you read or you've heard that a narcissist is capable of doing, you're going to experience those things. The longer you stay around, the more you stay around, you're definitely going to experience it if you have not already experienced it. And if you have experienced it, it's just going to be 10 times worse. So I have to give it to you straight in a straightforward manner. I'm being straightforward with you. Period. So, what I want to talk about today, and I think, I, oh yeah, I gave the disclaimer. Yeah, I'm Rachel Real, a thriver for being in a five-year narcissistic relationship. I did my work. I'm here to help you to do the same. I was married to a narcissistic alcoholic. Didn't know what I was dealing with. Put the work in. I'm here to help you to do the same. You know, listen to my other episodes if you need continuous encouragement. There are other content creators out there where you can definitely... Um, find healing for sure I promise you if you're willing to put the work in by educating yourselves reading, listening you know, watching anything about narcissistic abuse and find what resonates with you and act on it you know, what you don't do is walk around being mad and evil and acting like the very person uh, you don't like you know doing the very things to someone that you don't like being done to you so and getting the necessary help that you feel you need to get if you do need to talk to a psychiatrist psychologist therapist or counselor or anybody like that I encourage you to do so but just make sure someone who's not going to gaslight you someone who's not who gets you and supports you and understands you so yeah guys so yeah um what I wanted to talk about today is how you're going to spend your hours in a day you know don't let the narcissist take your hours consume your hours and you might not realize it but you if you find yourself in a disagreement in an argument defending yourself or arguing trying to prove a point 
trying to, they know what they're doing. You're sitting up there or asking them, why are they doing certain things? You really want to spend your time doing that when y'all know I'm an advocate for kids. If you have children, I don't care if they're 17, 10, 7, 3, whatever the case may be. If you have children, give your children that attention. Give your child that attention. Make sure you're making a difference in their lives because please understand children learn what they live. So please be leading by examples. Be a role model for your child. And when I say role model, do you really want to be a role model that uh, where your child is looking at you as someone who's pleading and begging with somebody who they clearly know don't give a crap about you? And even if it's the biological parent, it could be the same thing. You have to set boundaries and understand that if you accept that behavior, you're showing your child that it is okay to accept abusive um, abusive behavior emotionally or physically you're showing them that so as a parent and you're going to hear me talk a lot about parenting a lot because again a lot of generation x baby boomers and millennials are victims of child neglect and people may not want to to admit it we all have been guilty of it to some degree, meaning if you have spent any amount of time going back and forth and arguing, you know, or dealing with a breakup or not being there for your child on any level, and I don't mean continuously, because I know I wasn't like that continuously, but were there moments when I uh, had disagreements with their dad, even when we split, he wasn't a narcissist, but just thinking back on any type of toxic behavior because I like to hold myself accountable you know and apologize to my children if I did something wrong or didn't show up like they needed me to and one thing I can think of with being a parent and a grandparent now having adult children it's like I know how it hurts me if my sons don't get along so that's what made me think of wow this is probably what they felt when their dad and I weren't getting along it's hurtful and anybody who has adult children or children period and you see your children not getting along you know to the point where they may sometimes act like they're not even related that's a hurtful feeling even though you know it's not personal because they're going to have each other's backs and as you grow up and you you know you live your different lives you may not be on the same page with your siblings it doesn't mean you don't love each other but as a parent, I know that's something that I had to come to grips with and understand, you know, never take sides, be neutral, things like that. And that's how children feel. And I'm going to talk about that in some other episodes because I feel like a lot of parents don't think about that. That's exactly how they feel to the place, to a point where I remember my son saying, you know, please don't put me in the middle of it. Can y'all just get along? Please don't put me in the middle of it. And that's when I stopped. I stopped expressing any type of dislike that I had about their dad, who I'm very good friends with to this day, mind you. And again, I stress, he was not the narcissist. You know, we grew apart, got married young and grew apart, but figured out differences out. We had some differences, but it wasn't narcissistic, toxic stuff. That's not how that was. We co-parent well, we got along well, we did what was necessary for the sake of our children. 
and eventually it all just worked out. We, we are that family where everybody just gets along. Um, the baby mamas, myself, everybody, we all get along. That's with that, not the five-year narcissistic relationship. Let's be clear on that. So that's how children feel. That's my point. If you can think of anybody who you want to get along and they don't, and you feel like you love these people equally, whether it's parents, whether it's relatives, whether it's siblings, whatever the case may be, but you just want people to get along and it's hurtful when you see that they don't, that's how children feel when you put them in the middle. Trust me, trust and believe you don't have to do that to your child. They're gonna see that parent for who they are or that person for who they are. And I'm speaking you know, about that type of relationship. They're gonna see them. You don't have to down talk, you don't have to do anything. You actually have to be respectful. No matter how you feel about the narcissist, you got to show respect or you're going to look like the narcissist to that child. And the narcissist will definitely add to that. They're going to make sure you look like you're the one with the problem to that child. So don't fall for it, you know. Spend your time being who you are. And if you don't know who you are, nine times out of ten, you don't if you're still in a narcissistic relationship. Because that takes time. Once you come out of it, you got to learn who you, who you are. Even, even, you're not even the person you were before the relationship. Hopefully you're a stronger person, but you're not the person that you were before because more than likely you were vulnerable, weak in some areas, which is how the narc got in the first place. So, how they, that spirit was able to attach itself to you, you know? Then you got to undo what you did and learn from it and be stronger and move forward with knowledge this time. So, yeah, use your time wisely. Don't use your time. And, you you know, you're coming up on the weekend. It's the holidays. You know, use your time wisely. Don't use it where you're getting in these con conflicting arguments with somebody who does not give a crap about you. And if they've shown you that, which more than likely they have, if you're listening to this podcast and you're questioning, you know, wow, am I in a narcissistic relationship? Am I being gaslit? You know? Did this person cheat on me constantly because, you know, they got some kind of personality disorder? Do they never take accountability? Are they always crying victim and blaming somebody else? Shift blaming? Do they like themselves? Do they ever have anything positive to say about anything or anybody? Why are they always so vicious and ready to take someone out of here just because they blinked wrong? The punishment never fits the crime. Like, if you constantly hear that stuff, you gotta call a thing a thing. Don't waste your time. Take that time to focus on you. Take that time to heal. Take that time to grow and get stronger so you can get away from that situation so that you don't feel like you keep going back or you're yearning for someone who don't give a crap about you. Think about it. Wait a minute, I gotta get sick of it. Hold up, guys. Sorry for the noise. Let me get my parking ticket because I'm driving and talking. I am in the office. Stuff is dropping. Ah. Okay. Sorry, guys. But, yeah, I'm going to wrap this up shortly. But I, I wanted to just stop by to really encourage you guys to stay motivated. You know, it's the holidays. You're going into the weekend. Use your time wisely. Do not use your time arguing and going back and forth with somebody who does not give a damn about you.
or or their child or your children they don't care they'll say they do they don't care they don't know how to care and if they're not getting the help to learn how to care you already know if they don't got into some therapy and they're staying in it because they're like I don't like who I am you know I'm sorry for shifting blame I'm sorry for not taking accountability I'm sorry for crime victim I'm sorry for betraying you I'm sorry for gaslighting you I'm sorry for stonewalling you ignoring you if they're not on that kind of time you already know ain't nothing happening ain't nothing going on there they're gonna keep doing the same thing period so yeah, use your time wisely and understand that people will only do to you what you allow them to. Be there for your children. Be there for your babies. You know, it's not too late. If you weren't there before, start being there now. Start today. You know, start to make a difference. And teenagers going to act like they don't want you around. Some kids may act like it. Don't pay any attention to that. Be the parent friend. Be both. Be that parent friend. Hear them out. Listen to them. Ask them questions. A lot of times they're not going to volunteer it. You got to ask. How are you feeling today? How, how was your day? You know? They're going to be like, oh, I'm fine. Uh, I'm going to brush you off. Be creative. Find You should know your child. Find something to do that you think will inspire them. And even if it's, oh, well, they don't want nobody around. Well, you need to make it be. You need to change that. If they don't want nobody around. Change it so they do. You know? Take the attention and put it onto them and then put it into yourself as well. If you don't have children and it's just you, do something that you've always wanted to do. You know, just take the attention off of the narcissist. Maybe it's a parent you need to call. Maybe it's uh, a friend or a sibling. Do something constructive and positive that can move you in a positive light in the right direction. Because if you're dealing with a narcissist and you're consuming your time with arguing, going back and forth, you are not moving in the right direction. It's just going to get worse. And you're pushing yourself further and further away from your healing. Each time you do that, you're pushing yourself away from your healing. So that's what I'll leave you with, guys, today. I hopefully will drop back in over the weekend. But if not, remember that. How are you going to use your time? I pray that you use it wisely and not and, and constructive and productive so whenever you find yourself going back and forth with the narcissist stop in your tracks tracks stop if you got to catch yourself hopefully you don't do it but you got to have some self-control some self-awareness increase your emotional intelligence and really ask yourself why am i doing this why am i going back and forth with you because what i can't get back is my time and if i'm sitting here beating a dead horse that's insanity because I'm looking for something different, but I'm doing the same thing and I'm expecting different results doing the same thing. I keep showing up, going back and forth with you and I'm expecting something different knowing it's never going to happen. It didn't happen the other 30 times, but I'm here again thinking something's going to change. That's insanity. And don't take my word for it. You know who I'm talking to if that's you. Put the work in. You know, start now. Don't feel so vulnerable like you. a piece of a person is better than none. No, not when it's that kind of, of, of person and for what you're going to get in exchange from a narcissist. 
no, 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 no. None of that is, is good for you. Definitely if you're raising children because they're learning what they're living. And even if they don't say it to you, think about what you experienced as a child. Because nine times out of 10, you had some kind of traumatic experience that allows you to accept narcissistic abuse. And you got to undo what you've learned and don't repeat the cycle that your children is going through is going to do the same thing either accept it or do it to another person one or the other that's what you're teaching so take the time to not do that take the time to change what you were doing now is, is the time to start you know so there you have it guys your girl rachel will is out i hope you found value in something i've said and that it motivates you inspires you encourages you one way or another you know, to move closer to your healing and get out of that toxic situation. And if you are a parent still um, um, parenting your children, like be there for them. Give them a hug today. Give them a hug every day. Let them know how much you love them. Tell them that you love them. Teach love by being there, by being kind to them, by showing support to them, regardless of who they are you know show them love so that they can learn it and they can feel it no matter what they can always know that they're loved no matter what they deal with outside of the home they know their love no matter what that other parent may not do they know their love like shower them with that with attention hear them out let them know they have a voice and if you're not hearing their voices enough and I'm talking even if your child is three, two, if they're jibber-jabbering all the way up to 18 and even older, I don't know your circumstances, but all in between, like you need to make sure your children know that they are loved and don't feel like you got to overcompensate because you still got to discipline them, but not overcompensate because the narcissist isn't doing what they're doing. You be there. Because as they grow up, they will understand that everybody have different personalities. And you don't have to tell them. They'll see it. The more you educate and make them aware of what certain things are, you don't have to call the other person it. You just, at some point, start talking about different personalities. And just, you know your child. You know, you, you understand that. So you might need to have those conversations or education where you're learning as well because if you've allowed yourself to be in one then or you stumbled across a narc and got involved with one or whatever the case may be perhaps this is something y'all can learn together just understanding the personality without calling the narc a narc if that makes sense there are reasons why you don't do that which is it goes back to the work i can't like take hours just to put it all in one segment but the information is out there look up dr romney shout out to dr romney r-a-m-a-n-i you know children should understand different personalities because they're going to experience being around narcs they're in the workplace they're you know in our politics they're in politicians they're they're everywhere in stores and you can't get away from them but when you educate yourself with how to deal with people who have different personalities you know it teaches you it teaches you and then you can be stronger you'll be more knowledgeable and you won't you can perhaps prevent yourself from falling in love or 
getting into a bad situation in the first place. You'll understand how not to take it personal. You know, where some of the things that these people are, these types of people are capable of with that disorder, that personality disorder, it's very real. And the more you talk about it and educate your kids about it, and you get educated as well, that's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. You know, so I'll leave you with that. Again, happy Friday. Peace and blessings to you. I love you much. I send hugs and kisses your way. Give yourself a big hug and tell your child or children you love them today and every day and give them a great big hug. Men too, hug your sons. Give them a kiss, you know, whether it's the forehead, whether whatever the case may be, give them a kiss. Italians do it all the time. Show your sons affection, those of you who don't. Show them affection. They're human beings too, period. Remember, men and boys and girls are 98.5% alike. Do the work. Knowledge up. You'll understand. They need love too. They need affection too. So that's where you can put your time, you know, and that's just my thought for today. And again, how are you going to use your time or how are you using your hours that God has granted to you. You get 24 of them every day. What are you doing with them? I'll leave you with that. Peace and blessings to you. Your girl, Rachel Rill, is out. Bye. Talk to you in the next episode. Bye.